Mark B wants to know what non-financial factors should go into choosing a business or an industry type. I'm David C. Barnett, and you're tuned in to Small Business and Dealmaking, the broadcast podcast YouTube channel where I talk about buying, selling, financing, and managing small and medium-sized businesses while controlling risk. So if you're looking to take control of your future through buying a business one day, or if you already own a business and you're looking to grow or exit, you've come to the right place. I talk about interesting things. I talk to interesting people and I answer your questions every week right here. So be sure to hit like, be sure to hit subscribe and let's get to it. All right, let me read Mark's question. He says, what non-financial criteria do you suggest prospective buyers use to decide what type of business to buy or what are the key considerations for selecting an industry or business type? Mark B. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for your question. Um, basically, there are two categories and and um, I'm going to give you guys a little peek into one of two of my programs here when we talk about this today. Um, Business buyer advantage, I talk about all the time. It's my online course where I teach people how to buy a business. And then people who want to go beyond that and want more of my help join my coaching program, which is called Business Buyer Adventure. So when people first join that program, there's a workbook they work through. And it's largely what I'm going to say right now, which is self-analysis, self-reflection, uh, basically listing out skills, talents, attributes, and interests that a person has to try and answer this question that Mark has put up here. Um, because if you just say, I want to, I want to buy a business or I want to buy a business that earns hundred grand or 200 grand or whatever it is, um, you're just going to get drawn in all kinds of different directions, like a dog, you know, in the forest with different noises, you know, pulling them here and there and everywhere. And that's not where you're going to make any progress. What you want to be able to do is say, I want this kind of business in this geography with this characteristic. And then when you go and look, you find there are like four of them, right? Now you can go out and meet those four people. So this is a really critical consideration if you're going to buy a business. So you, you do the self-analysis, a personal SWOT, if you will, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats, analyze your skills, figure out what areas you have experience in, because we're talking about main street businesses here. And even if your goal is to buy a business and not be the day-to-day -day operator, um, in order to oversee the business and make sure that things are being run properly, you're still going to have to have an understanding of what that day-to-day -day manager is doing. And even if you do successfully set up a business where you don't have to be there every day, something will eventually happen that will cause you to have to parachute yourself back in there to replace someone who quit, passed away, left, had a nervous breakdown, what have you, right? Until you can replace them again. So you are going to have to have some awareness of the industry, the business, how the business operates so that you can set up the metrics and measure things and, and operate the business. So you create a list of your interests and your experiences, right? Um, try to analyze your strengths, weaknesses, et cetera, and really list it out on paper. Now, you might then decide, well, I'm suited then for this particular industry, right? When you go to look at a business, what you then have to do is you have to do a little bit of role playing in your mind and you have to think if I already own this business and I needed to hire someone to run it, would I be a qualified candidate? So you're kind of like looking at it from a human resource hiring point of view. Um, would you as the owner of the business hire 
yourself that you've got on paper there, sort of on your resume, would this be the qualified candidate to run this business? And if not, where would the deficiencies be? And where would you need to, to cover any shortfalls? So this is also going to give you an insight into what kind of team you might need to have or what kind of other support people you might have. Um, the existing owner might be doing their own bookkeeping, for example. Uh, that may not be a strength of yours. So you might realize, okay, well, I'm going to have to have someone else come into this, which could affect the way you look at the numbers in the business because you realize there's going to be an additional expense for getting someone to do the bookkeeping, for example. So that's one aspect is sort of matching the HR perspective. And I often talk about how when a buyer goes to look for a business, they're doing two things. They're looking to make an investment with their money. And in a lot of ways, they're looking to find a job because many of us are going to end up being the owner operator of these businesses. So um, you want to learn more about that stuff, business buyer adventure. You can learn about the coaching program. So the other thing that we want to consider when we're looking at a business from a non-financial aspect, and this, this bleeds into financial a little bit, but <clears throat> I think that everyone should have a written view goal of what their future life looks like with a description. So in 10 years time, I go on eight weeks of vacation a year. <clears throat> I got a beach house in Florida or an RV at the lake or you know whatever it is that you like, fishing lodge, et cetera. Um, and you describe your life, you describe your income and you, and you paint the picture as closely as you can to what it's gonna look like. So you've got that written out too. And so the next consideration is going to be, will this business be able to provide me with this kind of lifestyle? Not necessarily today, but can I see how this business could grow or change to provide me with this kind of lifestyle? So if you are, um, oh, I don't know, a pharmacist and you're looking at buying your own pharmacy, right? And there's a small town pharmacy for sale. That could end up being a great business that could be profitable for you. And you might enjoy living in the small town. You might enjoy operating it, but it may never ever be able to grow beyond the point where you have to work there as the pharmacist. So if your future goal is to have 12 weeks of vacation every year, that may not be the right business. Whereas the big city pharmacy maybe has an opportunity to grow even bigger. Maybe you could add other locations, have a pool of pharmacists so that you can cover each other at the different locations when you go for your 10 weeks of vacation, right? So, so this is the other thing. And, and one of the, um, one of the other programs I have is my small business systems course, which is easy over at easysmallbizsystems.com, B-I-Z. Um, and in that program, the very first thing we do is we start off by understanding the future vision, because once we have the future vision that, of lifestyle that the owner is going to have, then we can work backwards and figure out what does the business need to look like? And that creates the future blueprint org chart of what the business looks like and then we, we work through and build all the systems and uh, job descriptions and everything today that's going to grow into that framework. So Easy Small Business Systems is more than just a small business systems course. It's also about creating a plan for growth and how you're going to get there and, and how are you going to accommodate new people coming into your organization and how you're going to shuffle the responsibilities for different things as you grow while making sure nothing is ignored while you're small. So again, over at easysmallbizsystems.com, you can learn more about that. But that would be 
the two main things. Obviously, the numbers are key. If the numbers don't work, then, then it's not something you're going to do. But you have to consider the human resource question. Am I the right fit for this position? Do I have what it takes? And it doesn't necessarily mean, you know, if you're going to buy a frozen yogurt store that you've got experience in the frozen yogurt business. You need to have some sort of applicable understanding so that you know what you're getting into and you're going to be able to face the challenges. So, you know, the challenges in that industry might be, you know, dealing with employees, dealing with turnover, dealing with customers, you know, that kind of thing, dealing with a franchisor. And so if you have that kind of experience because you used to manage the Denny's at one point in your lifetime, then yeah, that's a lot of really applicable experience that's going to transfer easily to the frozen yogurt shop, right? And so the HR component, and then will this business become the vehicle that's going to bring me to where I want to go? Too often, and I see this a lot with people who start businesses, is they'll they'll say, these are my skills, this is what I know, I need an income. So they'll start a business, they'll start working in that business, they'll get the income, and then a decade will go by and nothing really has changed because all they're doing now is basically operating this job that they built for themselves. And they never really stop to plan what that future vision is going to be like so that they can actually make a plan to make changes in the business to grow toward it. And if they had that future vision in place, they may not have made some of the decisions that they made uh, while they were operating that business. And that's the danger to avoid. So I hope that was helpful, Mark. Please, guys, keep the questions coming in. I love to receive them either in the comments down below uh, or by email or on Twitter, wherever you want. Um, just send them in and we'll put them on the list and we'll uh, we'll see you next time. So how can you learn more about buying, selling, financing, and managing small and medium-sized businesses? Easy. Head over to my blog site, davidcbarnett.com, where you can learn more about me, learn how I work with my clients. You can learn about my books, courses that I prepared for you. You can also find out all about how to subscribe to my email list, the YouTube playlists, etc. There's literally hundreds of hours of content there, all for free, and I'd love for you to be my guest.